And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you. Thank you so much, John Bon Jovial, the legendary one. And thank you, Joe Bonzel. We are so happy for you that you have recovered from your recent health problems. And it was so great to see you back on the stage, if only for a couple of songs on July 3rd. Uh, we're, just, we're just so glad that you got through everything all right. Good Lord got you through, and you're back on your feet and making progress. And uh, I know I speak for John Bon Jovial. We're all here for you. Good man. Glad to have you back there. I know the boys were, and the crowd went absolutely ape when you walked back up on stage. John? You know, I can tell you who else is glad that uh, he's made a great recovery, and that would probably be Joe himself. It <laughs> sure feels good feeling good again. But yeah. Joe has always been a very good friend of, of ours. He's always been a very, you know, just a great, wonderful friend of the show. And so it was just such good news to hear that he is on the road to recovery. And, Joe, we're pulling for you. We're praying for you. Uh, we're going to do whatever we have to take to get you on the positive side of feeling good because it does feel good to feel good again. And I'll tell you, I heard from Joe, and he told me that it was awesome when he got up there, the response he got from the crowd. And I kind of knew it would because Joe, as well as all the guys in the Oaks, they are so loved by the American public that uh, it is just unbelievable. I also told him, I said, Joe, if any group, any music group in the country could be called America's group, it would be the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, Joe, all the very best to you. We're glad to see you back. We're moving right on now because we got a lot of music to play and people to talk to. We start off with a new discovery by the name of Justin Natta. He's from Canada. He's got a great new tune. Listen to Justin Mattock, and she's whiskey.
Justin Matic. She's whiskey. Justin is a Canadian musician who started with his pop punk rock roots all together, starting with uh, a group called Chase Your Words. And then he later went on to form Woke Up Waiting, which after that became Harborside, and they started reaching worldwide and releasing a six-track EP. Now, having departed a Chase, a Chase Your Words, he's going on solo and he's still showing all of his influences, as you just heard in that song. A little pop, a little punk, a little rock, a little alternative, some country, a catchy sound, catchy lyrics, a great hook, and he's definitely got an earworm with his latest, She's Whiskey. And the one thing that caught me, besides the fact that that chorus is, I can I can hear people in bar rooms across the country singing that uh, when it comes up on the jukebox, but... Uh, the other thing that caught me is if you listen closely to the lyrics, he kind of compares whiskey and a woman. And if you listen a little deeper and think about it, it's really difficult to tell. Is he comparing a woman to whiskey or is he comparing whiskey to a woman? John? Deep thoughts, my friend. Deep <laughs> thoughts. Um <laughs> uh, you just said uh, a few of the things that I was going to say in my observations. Well, thank you very uh, much. I like Moving right fact, along now. Well, you're <laughs> yes, you're very welcome. Uh, I like the fact that yes, he is crossing genres with some of the musical style in there, but he's also staying true to a country delivery in the way he sings this song. And of course, you know, what's country without whiskey and women and pickup trucks and getting drunk and, and trains and mama and, and, you know, thank you, David Allen Coe, uh, for all those uh, revelations. But he is, uh, to me, uh, is the, the musical arrangement to me is secondary to the way he is delivering the message. And it's probably should be that way. And, uh, this has a potential for being a hit, not only in Canada, but also, of course, down here in the States. You know, and the rest of the world. And I should add something. I want to add something that uh, I just got word that uh, just that we, when we talked, we talked about him possibly coming on to do the show. And I told him we were featuring his track this week. And I just received word that Justin Maddock has agreed to come on the show. So he'll be joining us. And he looks like he'll be joining us the first week of August. So, John Bon Jovial, you get a chance to talk to him about your observations there. For real audiences, especially Justin Maddox fans, check it out. First week of August, he'll be on the David Bowers Awards. Yeah, I want to talk to him uh, about his delivery because, you know, and not in a bad way, because uh, I think certainly a lot better than I could ever do. And he's really good. I've always felt that a uh, a singer should use their voice not to, I mean, yes, to deliver a message, certainly, but more as a musical instrument and be a virtuoso 
of that instrument. And that's very difficult to do, and especially in country music, because there's so much emotion and so much different types of intonation in country. I mean, look what George Jones was able to do. Mm-hmm. To go yep. from straight out, I'm drunk, to straight out, I'm angry, and everything in between. Uh, to me, George Jones was an absolute master when it came to that. Uh, Waylon Jennings was as well. Willie Nelson, everybody loves Willie Nelson, but I think that Waylon did a better job than Willie did when it came to that kind of uh, thought process. And I can see the uh, potential here that Justin has to be able to deliver that musical instrument to the world, if you will. Gotcha. Understand. We'll find out in a couple of weeks when uh, when uh, Justin joins us on the show. We've got a full-packed show for today, too. A couple of great artists, both of them returning guests on the David Bowers Awards. We have Jenny J., who's going to debut her brand-new release, and we've got Stephen K., who's going to do pretty much the same thing, and we're going to be talking to him right after we go down that old dirt road.
down that old dirt road. Stephen K., come on in here and say hello. How's it going, guys? It's fantastic to be on here live with you today, and I hope everybody's doing well. I had a fantastic Fourth of July holiday. You know, Thank it's you. beautiful up here in Montana right now. I was going to mention that. Thank you very much for the uh, for the greetings and good wishes, and the same to you, of course. I'm very, uh, shall we say, mildly envious. I understand you're up there in the uh, in the beauties of the national park in Montana. Oh, we are. We're up here in Glacier National Park. You're just outside of Kalispell, Montana. I'm getting ready to start my tour, my Memories and Milestones tour for 2022 off the new album. And we are super excited about that. And as well, you should be. The track we just played for our listeners' benefit, if they're not already aware of it, shame on you. You should have a copy of the album by now. But if you weren't aware of it, Down That Old Dirt Road is from the Memories and Milestones LP. And Stephen is on tour. Let's say you're starting your tour there in Montana. Where is it taking you after Montana? So what we've got is we've got Kalispell and the surrounding areas for July. Then we're going to be down in Missoula, Montana for half August. And then we will be headed over to, we'll be headed over towards Arizona to start the fall section of the tour, which is going to be fun. So we'll hit Arizona and Texas and, and those surrounding areas for the wintertime Corpus God. I've got shows coming up down there in Arizona with Diamond Rio, which is going to be a lot of fun. I got to jump on that. What part of Arizona? Where are you playing in Arizona? Uh, we're going to be down in Tucson for some shows down there with Diamond Rio this fall, which will be fun. Uh, we're still waiting on the full schedule for that, but it's going to be a blast. I'm up in the Phoenix area in Tempe, which is just outside of Phoenix. It sounds like you made a very intelligent tour during the cold areas during the summertime and doing the warmer areas when it starts getting colder. Nice, nice planning there. Uh, I hope that when you get the whole schedule, you've got something in the, this immediate area here, because I would love to get to pop by and uh, and say hello, meet you in person. Oh, and love maybe that. To, that would be awesome to be able to do that. And, I, you know, I wanted to touch on one other thing besides your music directly, and that is as far as your shows are concerned. You just did a uh, big veterans con uh, concert up there in the Northeast. I did. I did. Um, we were working with Gary Sinise Foundation, and everything went fantastic. We had a ball, uh, raised quite a bit of money for the veterans, and we had a great turnout, and it was it was a blast. We had we had veterans there from every era, and we made sure to to congratulate them and make sure that they were noticed because we had World War II veterans there, we had Korean War veterans, Vietnam veterans, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, the whole nine yards we had there, and it was a blast being able to do some work for those guys. That is awesome, and yes, I as a Vietnam era veteran myself, I salute you for doing for the veterans you got it when you do these things please be sure that we get a copy of the press release or something on it so we can uh, help spread the word for you that's a, a wonderful thing that you do and of course uh, gary sinise is famous for doing just that and it must have been a kick getting to work with him did you get to meet him and 
spend any time with him? I actually didn't get I didn't get to meet him, but I got to meet some of the people that he works with. He was actually out on another benefit at the time, so we're hoping the next one that we do, the Gary Sinise band there as well, which would be a lot of fun, I think. Yes, really, that would be great. As a matter of fact, if you get that far, ask him if he'd like to drop by and spend a couple of minutes on the phone chatting with us, because I'd love to have the opportunity to speak with him and share his word with our listeners, so uh, keep that in the back of your mind. We'll always have a place for you and him in that respect. Now, how's the uh, Memories of Milestone LP doing for you? It is actually doing fantastic. You know, I got to work with some amazing musical artists on this on this new album. And my, my producers over in Nashville, both uh, Adam Knight with AOK Records and Christopher Latham, who you probably know was, was uh, Trisha Yearwood's ex-husband and her first producer okay Uh, all right so so wonderful guys and i got to work with reba mcintyre's band her entire band and george Strait's ace and the whole band oh and also i've got songs written by kayla parton dolly parton's niece and her husband zach so, I was going to get to that. Yes, you got uh, you got in with a with the Parton clan there, which is not bad company to keep either. You're you're keeping some great company. The best company I've been keeping is my partner and co-host John Bon Jovial, who's sitting here anxiously <laughs> waiting for me to shut up so he can get a word in. John, what you got? Yeah, yeah, shut up, will you? Uh, well, Stephen, welcome to the show. It, it really is great How to you have doing, you Don? on with us. And oh, I'm I'm great. I wish I was out in Glacier National Park with you right now. I've been out there before, and it is just an absolutely magnificent place. Uh, I am very envious of your location. It, it really is beautiful out there. Uh, but then again, just about all of Montana is. Uh, but is. I wanted to. Yeah, I want to circle back and talk about uh, down that old dirt road uh, because uh, in listening to this, as David, uh, I don't know if he told you, uh, but one of the things about this show is that I never get to listen to the music until we actually play it on our air. And that way we can get a raw, visceral gut reaction to it. And in listening to this song, uh, it reminds me so much of what I consider to be country's golden decades of the, uh, the, the, the late 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. Yep. And your style of singing and the orchestration uh, or the, the musical choreography, if you will, to me is so reminiscent of that. It, it doesn't necessarily remind me of any one particular artist. It kind of reminds me of an amalgam of artists. And so I would just like to know what your history is with country music, uh, who your, you know, your heroes are in country. I mean, everybody says Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings, and, and rightly so, but there's so many others out there. And uh, so I want to know who turns you on when it comes to country music and who turns you on when it comes to influencing you in the style of music that you play. Well, you know, that goes back a long ways. That goes back to when I was like eight years old. Um, my first professional gig on stage was with the legendary Charlie Daniels <clears throat> at eight years old. And Charlie was a huge influence on my life, as well as 
George Jones, um, Waylon Jennings, uh, Ferlin Husky, um, Johnny Paycheck. I mean, all of those, all of those men were all heroes in my book when it came to country music and the way it was presented. And I fell in love with country music at a really, really early age because I got to listen to it with my dad all the time and my grandpa. And it just made, it made sense to me the way that that country music was put together. I, I knew, I knew right then and there, every time I'd listen to a song, I knew that I wanted to model the music that I do after that. And it just made sense to me way down deep. And I'm so glad to hear you say that. You know, both David and I have uh, many years of experience with uh, jocking terrestrial radio. And uh, I've done some rock and roll, but most of the disc jockeying experience that I've had over these many years is in country. Uh, I, I never planned it that way. It just kind of happened. Uh, I can remember when I first heard country, I didn't like it. But then, of course, it grew on me, and I fell head over heels in love with it. And so to hear you mention uh, names like George Jones and Ferlin Husky uh, just, you know, tugs at my heartstrings because these are some of my favorite artists in the whole world. Uh, and and not just limited to them, of course, Patsy Cline and Hank Snow and uh, How about know, Vern Johnny Gosden? Paycheck. Oh, Vern Gosden, yeah, he can do no wrong. And Gary Stewart, same way. So absolutely. Uh, and 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 I hear this in this one song that I've heard. I hear this crossbreeding of musical country musical styles and. Uh, again, you don't sound like Vern Gosden, you don't sound like Gary Stewart, you don't sound like George Jones, you sound like Stephen Kay, but it's obvious that Keith, Stephen Kay is heavily influenced by these giants of the country music industry. Absolutely, because country music has just gone so far astray in the world right now that oh, there's, yeah. there's none of that life left in it, and Artists like Alan Jackson and George Strait and, and people like that are trying to get country music back to the way it's supposed to be. And that's the way I want my music coming across. That's why I went to that's why I went and started working with Adam Knight and Christopher Latham and those guys. Because that's where that's where country music comes from. You know, Adam and Christopher work really close with Dolly Parton and everybody else. They actually helped on her album, her new album, Run, Rose, Run. So, you know, these guys have, these guys work with the Giants. And yeah, by the way, just as, 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 an aside for, yeah, as, a, as an aside for a second, you just said something that triggered a memory. One of my claims to fame is Dolly Parton hugged me once. Oh my goodness! And it and it was wonderful. <laughs> you wanna you wanna hear something that'll blow your mind? Go for it. Sure. Dolly Parton's my cousin. Oh really? No way. Wow. Really? Yeah. She's my she's my sixth oh, cousin. So it's not so it's not real close. So the people I got to work with, Kayla Partner, her husband Zach, and all of those, you know, it was nice because we worked as family, not as musicians that don't know each other when she talks to me on the phone she calls me cuz oh so, i got to meet her you know it's it's 
like working I get with to family. meet her. I get to meet her back. Oh my gosh, it was probably about sixty-seven, maybe sixty-eight, when I was doing country in Albany, New York, back in the day before country was cool. And uh, she was a new artist. We had never heard of her, and she was co-starring on a bill. I think it was a Buck Owens show. I can't remember who it was for sure, but I met her backstage. Yeah, I know, but that wasn't the Porter Wagner show she was on. And I met her backstage, and I remember thinking at the time she was almost standoffish. And my first impression was that she was uncool and maybe even snobbish, but uh, the rep that was handling her at the show assured me that that wasn't the case, that she was just shy because she had never been on tour before. So looking back on it, I guess I had met her on her first national tour. Oh, my goodness. That's priceless. Isn't it? I wish I'd had. You know, yeah. too bad we didn't have phones with cameras in back in the day. <laughs> oh, man, because that is a priceless Absolutely. It's, it's, it's those things. That's what country music's made of, is those kind of memories. And one of the things that I love about the business we're in, it's why John and I are still doing it. We got burned out on country radio. I don't remember how many years he was in it. I was in it off and on for about oh, near 20 years, including... Uh, rock radio, pop radio, country. I programmed a rock station in Florida, and uh, you know, it's uh, radio today just isn't what it used to be. It's it's not the uh, it's more business than radio and entertainment now. And we got to talking uh, a few years ago down with John in Florida that uh, hey, you know, with the internet, we could do our own show, do whatever we wanted to, and not be holding to anybody. And we decided to do it, and here we are, nine and a half years later, still doing it. And one of the one of the few negatives about doing it is the time constraints we have in order to get these shows ready to put them on and have them fill a block. We have to be careful of the time, and we're running out of time. So before we let you go, got to give you a second to tell the folks how they can find and buy your album because we want them to be able to get your music as well follow you and keep in touch so go for it tell them what to go you know the new album is on every major download site from from apple itunes to pandora you can get it literally everywhere right now and you can you can watch the new music video for messing with bull you can watch that on youtube and you can actually download that as well off of there um, you can go into CD Baby and you can pick up my stuff through there. I mean, you can stream it literally everywhere right now, which and is where can they find absolutely you? amazing. Uh, you can find me on you can find me on my Facebook page, Stephen K Music. Um, I've got a new I've got a new website that's under construction right now that I will have available just here real soon. That's going to deal with nothing but music and stuff from this tour plus we've got brand new merch as well i mean we got we got t-shirts we've got pictures we've got cds we've got whatever people would like to have and we can they can purchase that as well they hit me up online they can they can purchase that we can ship that as well i mean it's uh this is a dream come true for me being able to live this life i've got uh you know, it's 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 like the like the song that you were talking about down that old dirt road that was written off of memories of my life, 
And, you know, it's, it, it speaks to not being able to step back in time and, and go back down those right. into those old places because they're not the same. Well, Stephen, we are out of time here, so I want to give you just a couple of seconds, if you would, please. Tell us about this next track we're going to play, and I'm, I'll introduce it to the people. It's Messing with the Bull. Tell us about it. Messing with the Bull, you get the horns. That was written by for me by Kayla Parton, and she is Dolly Parton's niece. A wonderful gal to work with, and she is one heck of a writer, just like her aunt and the rest of her family, and she's a wonderful vocalist. So, you know, being able to work with her on this particular song was an absolute blast to have her in the studio while we recorded this. This was her first major recorded song in a studio so she was just absolutely thrilled fantastic and we're absolutely thrilled to have you here with us once again Stephen. we look forward to the next time meanwhile all the very best to you give our love to all the people up there in montana and uh keep in touch with us let us know what's going on ladies and gentlemen Stephen k and here he is with the tune he just talked about co-written by dolly parton's niece kayla is messing with the bull
Well, as we used to say back up in Tampa in the back in the days of the 70s when there really weren't that many people up there, that there's some good foot stomping music. <laughs> Was that the 1870s? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's definitely some first music. Had my toes tapping. We're going to move on right now because we have a young lady returning for a debut premiere of her new song. We're going to play a tune by her, and then we're going to talk to Miss Jenny J right after we listen to Headlights. Headlights, 
It's Jenny J, and we're going to welcome her back on the David Bowers Awards right here. Hello, Jenny. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing just great, and you're doing pretty well yourself from all I see online and your your teasers and your announcements and everything. You've been a busy girl. Yeah, I try to stay busy. It's the only way to keep the world moving, right? <laughs> well, you seem to be keeping it moving, and I know you've had a couple of major announcements uh, here recently, one of which is you're sampling a new genre for you. You're going to try a little bit of Touch Your Country. Yes, I am. As you know, I did country for just a little while back in the day. It was not too long ago, a few years ago. And um, I kind of ran out of country music back then. During the pandemic, a lot had stopped that in its tracks. And so all I could find was pop music. So I did pop again for a while. But, man, when you try to go country and then you try to go back to pop and you realize your heart is in country, you just have to go back to country. Like, the way I write, the way I sing, the way I feel music when I do country, it just comes so effortlessly, and I just realized that that was my lane, and I needed to continue down it and not go back. Well, you are a very fortunate woman in the fact that you have the talent, the innate ability to cross genres so effectively. You can do, and I I know John will agree, as will many of your fans, that uh, you went pop. You went, uh, you know, you went full all-in pop, and you did it I so did. well that someone that wasn't familiar with you and your background would never know you had ever done or even considered doing country. So uh, you are very fortunate, and you do such a great job of crossing genres. Thank you. As I, you're welcome. As I have said so many times in this show, anybody that knows me knows that I have the highest regard for artists who can successfully cross genres because they have the talent to do it. Not just because, you know, like uh, you probably don't remember it was before your time, but back in the, uh, back in the fifties and sixties, we had artists that were crossing genres. Ray Charles did uh, born to lose had a monster hit with mm-hmm. it, but Ray Charles did it kind of a soul version. Bobby Darren, who was a big pop star. He even went country and was successful at it, but, some artists can do that, and it's accepted because they do it that well, because they do it as if it were their style of music, and you're one of those that seems to have that innate ability. That's a really big you know, word. This, <laughs> Thank you. And this, this also goes back to the comment that I made earlier in the show, Jenny. I don't know if you heard it or not, of an artist using their voice as a musical instrument. And, yes. uh, and 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 being a virtuoso at that instrument, and I have heard your pop stuff, which is just absolutely wonderful, and I've heard your country stuff now, and I, you know I came up for the most part in my informative disc jockey years on terrestrial radio, uh, jockeying country music, and so I had used George Jones as an example. And I think that you have come such a long way in the um, your ability, that's the word I'm looking for, your ability to manipulate your voice compared to what I've heard before. So maybe, uh, just maybe <laughs> country music is the way for you to go. Right. Because this, this is pretty damn good. I really like it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You guys got me in tears over here, just letting you know, because I've known you guys for years, and to hear you guys speak so highly and be so supportive of something that's really hard to do in this industry 
really hit well, me right now. So I'm really grateful for your kind words. Oh, you're more than welcome, and we more than mean them because we have known you for those years, and we've watched you grow and uh, as an artist, and we know what you're capable of because we've seen and heard you do it. And uh, I, you are you, you you've got a you've got a future in the business because you're adaptive, you're capable of handling virtually any situation. I mentioned you went pop. You almost went pop rhythm and blues. I mean, you, you've gone off. <laughs> you've pushed the envelope in several directions and done it successfully. And I have never heard you do anything that wasn't good from the heart. And you did to the best of your ability, which is a, it's a heck of a lot of ability there, young lady. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Everything must come from your heart. And I think over the years, I've really, I've had spiritual growth and growth as an artist and, and in the business side of it and just knowing everything has to come from your heart from your heart in order for people to really feel it. And so I think I really started to turn that direction when I had time to reevaluate everything and just sit down and, and reevaluate myself as an artist and, and make sure that every song that I write has a, a message, it's sang with soul. It's sing from the gut of the core of your soul and make sure that everyone feels it, gets chills, feels it in their heart, or can relate in some way. That's that's my goal now with every song that I release. And I think that with this particular song uh, of uh, Headlights, that you have gotten on the road to accomplishing that because you have to have the spiritual and the heartfelt emotion and desire mm-hmm. to be able to fulfill the delivery of that musical instrument, otherwise known as your voice. Uh, yes. <laughs> there are people, there are people that, um, and I hope you never become one of them. There are people that have become so successful that you can tell they just crank out one song after another, after another. And I'm not going to name any names, but you know, very well nationally, internationally known musicians that just, you know, crank out the same dribble over and over again, and people eat it up. Many years ago, back, I think it was in 1966, uh, Frank Zappa with uh, the Mothers of Invention uh, put out an album, which was a commentary on the state of the music business, trying to get them their artists to push out as many uh, titles as they could, whether it was good or whether it was crap. And the name of that album is called We're Only In It For The Money, mm-hmm. which, yeah. as it turned out, was a creative success and a moderate financial uh, financial hit. But it was a very scathing commentary on the state of the music business back in the 60s. And in some regards, unfortunately, that has not changed. Mm-hmm. What has changed is the, is with digital technologies now, the artist gets to control more and more now what they do, as opposed yeah. to a good example, Tommy James of Tommy James and the Shondells was controlled by a media company that they really didn't know what the hell they were doing. No, as a result. As a result, the, um, the the other artists that they had didn't do too well. Tommy James was actually able to get around that, even though he was, you know, threatened with contract libel and things of that nature. But you know, you now that we have the technology that we have, you mm-hmm. can control what you do and you can say what you do. And I think that this really gives you the opportunity to maybe 
maybe become another Patsy Cline, maybe become another Tammy Wynette, maybe become mm-hmm. another Loretta Lynn or Crystal Gale. Who knows? But that's mm-hmm. up to you, not somebody else. I agree else with now. you. I agree with you. And honestly, like a lot of people are like, well, you haven't made it yet. Why do you have so much control over your stuff and what you do? The music? I produce everything. I do all of my production. I do all of my mixing. I do it all myself, my own music videos. I do all of my editing. I do all of my own photo shoots even where I set up a camera or have someone take them for me, but I do all of my editing on everything. And a lot of people will say, well, why do you want to do so much? You should just, you know, get signed or whatever. Because when you get signed, you're in debt. You don't even really gain anything from that. You're in debt and you owe them money. And if it's not successful, which you can do on your own anyway, you're you're just going to have nothing but a debt with somebody, you know, and, and you're not going to gain anything internally from that or leave a legacy behind. And I think that's really important as an artist is leaving a legacy and like, wow, she went and did all that herself and she became something. Or even if I don't make it as big as I want to make make it, which I'm not even going to put that into the universe, I'm going to make it. But let's just say something set me back from that. I feel like I've already won anyway. I've hit so many goals. I've hit so many so many things that I wanted to accomplish and more. So I've already felt like I won and I don't need to win anymore. So to do everything myself, I'm getting more fulfillment from that than, you know, depending on someone else to do it for me and not getting much from it, you know? And, you know, you have just proved that you're not only a talented artist, you also have business acumen and you're a pragmatist. Uh, there's no end to the, there's no limit to how far you can go, Jenny. I really and truly believe that. And there are so many things that I'd like to talk to you about here today. I want to keep this moving so we can get at least a few of them in. You have been down several paths recently that lead to awards or accolades, and I can't even go through all of them. One I did want to mention (laughs) is you were just accepted into the opening act contest for a chance to perform at the Hollywood Bowl, right? Yes, I was. And um, that is a contest you can vote daily. It's once once a day you can vote for free. Um, it's a chance to perform in front of thousands of people with artists like Taylor Swift and a bunch of major, major artists. And um, it's for a good cause. And if I do win by chance, I get $10,000, which I'm going to take that money directly and invest it right into my uh, organization I want to start, which is called Wing of Hope. And it's to help women and children who have been through similar situations that I've been through over my years in my life. So it's a really exciting thing. It's a really big opportunity. And, you know, I'm just happy to even be handpicked from the few that they, you know, have submitted. So that's already winning in my eyes. So I'm happy to be a part of the contest in general. Absolutely. Now, quick, like, tell them, folks, how they can vote for you. Okay, so... um, I don't know the exact link. I did not write it down. I should go into my email right now while we're on the phone and just do that really quick. But you can go to it's opening act, and the new link that I have is the open act. It's theopenact.com forward slash 2022 forward slash Jenny dash J dash two. I know that's a lot to remember. Okay, but I'll and I'm sure have you'll have that posted on your page, right? Yeah, and they can go there once a day and vote. You can pay for daily votes. Honestly, I don't expect anyone to do that. No one really has the money to do that right now, and I just want to leave it into, you know, everyone's hands to, you know, whatever they feel like doing. You can vote daily or pay for a vote. It's up to you. But um, I believe it starts on the 11th. I'll have all the information on my website, Jenny-J, uh, I'm sorry, JennyJMusic.com. 
and I'll have the links there with all the info on how to vote and uh, participate. Fantastic. And you have another big thing coming up that I want to touch on because you're going to be going to Las Vegas. I am. I'm so excited. Okay. So this has been a really exciting journey. I have some friends who um, who were a part of uh, the uh, karaoke world championships, and they were judging, and they asked me to be a volunteer judge. And so for the last few months, I've been online judging uh, karaoke contestants. Well, those people, they get narrowed down to the top, I think it's 20 or 40, and then they go to Las Vegas to compete on the stage in Las Vegas for the Nationals. And um, they win a trip to Norway. It's really, really cool. And there's a bunch of celebrity judges. I get to be one of them. I don't really consider myself a celebrity, but I guess in their eyes I am, so yay. <laughs> so if we'll be there judging. you are, you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so while I'm there, I will be able to perform my song Like a Warrior on stage as a special guest. So I'm really excited about that. It's, I'll be out there the 18th and the 19th. I'm not exactly sure which of those two days I'll be performing, but I will be posting that. And people can come to the event. They can buy tickets. Fantastic. That's awesome. And uh, as I said, if people think you're a celebrity, you are a celebrity. Simple and <laughs> okay. easy as that. <laughs> Now, now the the time has just flown by talking with you, which we love because that means that you've said a lot and that we've heard a lot from you. And I'm so happy to be able to share you with my audience. I want you to be sure to get in time, and we're going to do it right now for you to give them how they can find you online, give them your website address again, and most importantly, how they can get your music. Yes, everything is on my website. It's www dot jenny j music that's j-e-n-n-i-e j the letter j music.com and i just post everything on there so if you're looking for any updates where to follow me it's all on that website great we've got about 30 seconds left i want to give you a chance to tell us about this fantastic new track which we're going to play right now like a warrior yes this track i've been working on for about two years now three years almost and i've remixed it remade it and put it to a new pop rock country track, and I'm really proud of it. It's about overcoming struggles in your life and pushing through like a warrior and winning and fighting your battle. And I hope it touches the hearts of millions of people who may be going through any kind of life struggle, no matter what it is. And it's called Like a Warrior. And it's a powerful anthemic song. I think the folks are going to really love it. We love you, Jenny J. Thank you so much for Thank coming you, back and spending time with us. We really, really enjoy it. You have so much to talk about. I wanted to be sure and wish your daughter a lot of luck, too, because I know she's uh, she's got some of her mama's singing talents, and I wanted to yeah. talk about that, but we're out of time. So just tell her we were asking about her, and maybe we'll get to talk to her next time. I sure will. She loves you guys. And we love her, too. Thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jenny J, here she is with her new one, Like a Warrior.
This young lady just continues to blow me away every time she's on. She just gets better and better. Now, I wouldn't necessarily call Like a Warrior a country song. To me, it's more of a pop song. But, wow, it is so good. Yeah, it's, it's one just, of those anthemic ones. It, it, yeah, anthemic, exactly. And I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words because I'm just absolutely blown away by this song it's really really good it is it's one of those anthemic songs that really crosses genres and uh i could i can see this being played on a lot of different formats and i look forward to it and i'll let you in on a little secret we were talking after she left the uh after she left on stage here and uh, she's got a lot of surprises she's had a lot of surprises and she has another one because we just talked about the fact she has an album that she's putting together. And when she gets the album together, she's going to come back and premiere it right here on the David Bowers Awards. Well, that'll be great. Yeah. We're, we'll Always have welcome a, her back. She's just wonderful person. I mean, a very talented young lady, but more importantly, she's just really a good, warm-hearted human being. Very, very absolutely. nice young lady. And sometime this fall, she'll be back. And we're going to do an album premiere of her new album, which she is putting together right now. Something to look forward to, folks. And right now, I think I'm looking forward to uh, grabbing something to eat, John Bon Jovial. Isn't it time for you to take us home? Hit the road, Jack. Yes, sir. It, it most certainly is, folks. You've done it again. I cannot tell you how much we appreciate the fact that you spend a good hour with us every week here at the David Bowers Awards. We really, truly are grateful for your presence each and every week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are free on most of the major streaming services. On Anchor FM, now this is kind of cool, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode and every episode for that matter and making a donation to support indie artists and their causes. It doesn't have to be big. It just can be minuscule. But you know what? The more we get, the more it adds up, and, and it would just be a beautiful thing if you would consider doing that. We'd appreciate it. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ-FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York. That's Rochester Free Radio at noon Eastern and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. And so until next week. For the David Bowers and all the other crew of moronic rejects here at the Radio Ranchero, this is yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying don't forget to be good to yourself, take care of your neighbors, take care of the ones you love. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.